I mean, the biggest thing is, is, is being consistent. You know, us as agents, as we get busy, we stop doing the things that we know generate us business, whether now for me, of course, quite frankly, I'm an old schooler in this industry and I do, you know, more than 80% of my business is by referral, but you forget to write the personal notes. I love throwing parties. So I'm not stopping that, you know, even though it's expensive and it's kind of. Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of their local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Hey, y'all, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another podcast of uh, Maryland Real Estate Influencers. Today, you are going to be in for a treat. Today, we have Lisa St. Clair McKinney. We have been friends for 25 years. I think I said Kinney, and it's Kimmy. Uh, yes. We've been friends for 25 <laughs> years now. Um, we both remember each other with uh, a lot of different hairdos <laughs> and probably a lot of different colors, too. Big hair, big hair back in the day. <laughs> big hair back in the day. And uh, I want to share yeah, with y'all so that you I introduce you to her. So you know what kind of rock star she is in this 2023 economy that we're in and how that she is um, kind of kicking ass and taking names, uh, even in this changing, pivoting environment. So, Lisa, thank you so much for uh, be willing to come on and allow me to interview you for this podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So the first thing that we want to tell people and kind of excite them about you is, would you be open to sharing your production from 2022 and 2023? Sure. So, I mean, I can tell you compared to some of the other agents you've probably had on here, um, I probably don't do nowhere near the amount that they do, but I do kind of give myself a little pat on the back considering the production that I do do being a broker owner and managing a real estate office at the same time. Um, so last year, my production was 41 units. This year, I've closed 21 so far and on track to double, well, not double, but do over 40 units this year. That when it comes to volume, like I told you, Jen, I really don't pay attention to my volume at all. Right. And especially in a shifting market, your key indicator is following your units if your numbers and your units are going down, who cares about the volume? It's units that dictate market share. So, uh, and that's very important in a shifting market. I understand that you are being outrageously humble here uh, by saying, you know, that you didn't have much at 41 units last year and 21 units this year. Um, first of all, I'm only interviewing the agents that are in the top 5%. Right. That's it, because I want to share with everybody that it is possible to kick ass. Um, that's the whole reason for this podcast is to shine right. some light on those that are saying, oh, their inventory is low. I have new business coming in. There's people out here doing business and 41 units last year and 21 units year to date is a substantial um, amount of units, uh, right. even in the people that I'm talking to. So I appreciate you being humble because I know that's who you are. But girl, you're doing uh, a phenomenal job. Um, I'd oh, love to you. talk. Oh, absolutely, girl. Um, so I'd love to tell um, our listeners um, a little bit about your family, whatever you're comfortable sharing. 
um, mm-hmm. about your family, because I know you have a very interesting family. Um, and I just have always respected how interesting your family is uh, when it comes to Jeff and um, the rest of your family. But I think that your relationship with him is unique and right. it, it is something to be um, inspiring to because there's so many of us that have those relationships. And I'm just in awe that you all are able to do well. So if anybody is wondering who Jeff is, um, so Jeff St. Clair is my ex-husband and we have been best friends since we were 14 years old and he's also a lender and I convinced him to get in the business. Gosh, I think now for him, it's been 20 years. Um, yeah, it's been, and then of course my current husband, Matthew Kimmy is actually the broker of my office because I can't be the broker having a small team, even though technically I'm the manager, but, um, so the big thing is, is, I mean, Jeff and I still work together every day. He's in my office and I lost my daughter and Jeff lost his son, my stepson, who they were raised together. I was there the day that his mom actually had Josh in the hospital. And of course, Julie was born 11 months later. They were very close and we lost them both to addiction. Mm-hmm. So in the meantime, our daughter that we have together is in sober living at the moment. She just completed her first rehab, which of all people, we can't believe that we're here with her considering that she was at Penn State University as our Dean List Honor Society student, but mental illness plays a lot in that. So by God's grace, our baby girl is doing good. And in the meantime, Jeff has created a nonprofit called Project Lift, which are so many nonprofits out there geared to help addicts and recovery and so on. But how his is a little different is he's a big time CrossFitter and it is addicts seeking recovery through fitness and health sponsoring them. They have coaches in in play. I'm fundraising chair. Um, It is a 501 nonprofit. So all donations are tax deductible, but yeah, we're just getting through it and just, yeah. I just love that relationship that you all have. It's tough. It is. It is. And it's great that you have people uh, uh, like Matt and Jeff to lean on during that Mm -hmm. time. And I just, I so respect that relationship that you and Jeff have after all these years. Um, and you're still friends. Uh, that's just amazing. Uh, so yeah. thank you for sharing that with us. I saw the the video on Facebook of you dancing on the boat on vacation oh. last week. <laughs> that is the girl, that girl you know, I like to have fun when it all boils <laughs> down. It's like, yeah. All yeah. work and no play makes for a boring life, ain't no oh, way. And that's so, definitely not you. You are definitely not boring. Yeah. No. I've had the most amount of fun with you always. We just, anytime we're doing something, we had a great time. Whether there's children involved or if it's yeah. just us as adults. Because um, you're one of the first ones I knew in this business before I had kids. Mm-hmm. We go back that far. Holy cow. Yep. That's just crazy. Um, so now I'm going to pivot. And now that, um, we, you know, we know that the Maryland market is down 
30% or actually 33% here in Maryland. Right. I'm wondering, what have you done differently in the last 12 months? And how have you and your brokerage pivoted because of the changing market? So, I mean, the biggest thing is, is, is being consistent. You know, us as agents, as we get busy, we stop doing the things that we know generate us business, whether now for me, of course, quite frankly, I'm an old schooler in this industry and I do, you know, more than 80% of my business is by referral, but you forget to write the personal notes. I love throwing parties. So I'm not stopping that, you know, even though it's expensive and it's kind of like, hey, it's something we budget for every year. We do four to five big parties a year. Um, but, you know, every month, birthday cards, we send out anniversary cards. I'm always following up with my past clients. How you doing? Even in this market, we all know a lot of them may have refinanced over the years and gotten that lower interest rate. And they don't want to sell and so on. But I found just by reaching out to them and saying, hey, you know, if you have any questions, about what your home is worth in today's market, let me know. And they're shocked. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've got three more listings coming up in the next week and a half just from past clients that I reached to, out to saying, are you keeping an eye on the market? That's fabulous. I mean, so yeah, it, it's just staying consistent. When agents get busy, they stop doing what generates the business. And then, you, and then you're circling back saying, oh shit, now what do I do? Because the truth is everything that we do today is 60 to 90 days out. Right. And the way this market's been, I'm realizing some of what I'm doing today, I'm not seeing the effects for six months. Mm -hmm. So you've got to work it every day, work it every day. Very true. I, I and then I've just seen on um, one of the real estate groups was mentioning fear is driving some of the agents out of the business, which I find baffling. Yeah. Because- we all were brand new in this business once. Mm -hmm. And if we were afraid, if fear kept us back, we wouldn't be in this business. That's right. So it's like fear didn't keep you from getting into the business. Why are you, is fear making you now give up and, and get out? So yeah. it's sad, isn't it? It's, yeah. It, I find it really, I hope that this podcast makes it out to those agents so that they can hear that there are agents out here that are still doing wonderful. It's just that they're, finding consistency in a daily yeah. success plan. Everybody's daily success plan looks different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I do my own prospecting. I say it's nine to 11. It's really nine to two because yeah. I talk too much. I can't jam it into two hours. But just finding the time to be consistent and do your follow-ups every single day, no matter what. Absolutely. Do the rest of your production in the afternoon, but knock it out as soon as you get in in the morning so that you don't waste time doing other things which are equally important, team meetings and pipeline right. meetings, all very important, but not more important than prospecting. We got to get that done. Yep. So I appreciate that. And I wanted to find out from you, um, do you have the, you happen to have your breakdown? I know you said that 80% of your business is referral. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I wonder if you know that the, the numbers for referral, repeat and sphere, as well as leads, like within your business. All right, so that 80% is, sphere past clients and repeat okay. clients okay okay gotcha and sphere so the other 20 percent, i don't have the breakdown on that but that's a mixture of social media you know what i mean somebody just reaching out that hey i see your post and i know you're in real estate don't be a secret agent 
So everybody and anybody, let them know you are in real estate. And then I'm also part of an organization that I'm there a lot and I get business from there as well. Okay. So whether it's, you know, they say go join groups. I'm a member of the Bel Air Moose Lodge. I was senior regent. I've been on the board for the women. And I can tell you that just from my Moose organization, they're good for a minimum of four to six transactions a year. Wow, that's great. That's great. Now, um, do you do any of the online lead sources, whether it's Redfin, Zillow, or um, uh, Realtor.com, nothing like that? No, no, no. online leads? Okay. I love will do Google pay-per-click. Okay. And some Facebook leads. And there was a time that we were, I mean, literally, I had over 1,200 and some leads come through. And, but you know what? You've got to work them. That sounds uh, overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. And it takes time. It takes time. And, but you definitely, you have to work them. It's crazy. That was the hardest thing is getting, getting the team to follow up. (laughs) Don't I know? I had the problem. I was bringing in 300 leads a month Mm -hmm. uh, from internet leads and I couldn't get realtors to actually call them because they were thinking in mindset referrals instead of leads so then i would have to work the lead myself turn it into business and then say okay now they're ready to see a pretty house and that's how it had because they couldn't get that they couldn't switch in their mind how the lead had to be worked uh and that actually burnt me out that was 300 a month was exhausting for me i couldn't do and it just i actually ended up getting off of all social media after that happened because I was so burnt out. I didn't want to do anything. Didn't want to touch social media. So, I mean, we, we all love technology, but technology has made us lazy, in mm. my opinion. Yeah. Um, I mean, prime example, you know, being an old schooler in this industry, we used to go around carrying map books for every freaking county. Now with GPS, I can't go anywhere without GPS. Right. And back in the day, you'd go there once, you would remember how to get there. And right. I remember how to get anywhere nowadays. But <laughs> same thing with, with lead gen. You know, we have it set up to where they are on the automatic text drip campaign, on the email campaign. And I think that just makes agents, the whole purpose of the text is to get the phone call. The right. purpose of the phone call is to set the appointment. But you got to make the calls. Got to make the calls. You got to make the calls. Do not just leave it to the texting and which we all know millennials prefer to text, but it's those phone calls that is where you generate and you build the trust and the relationship. You can't do that through a text and an email. I agree. Now, do you have a daily success plan that you hold for yourself? Like I know that I know when you get up in the morning, you are very quick to get out onto your deck and at six o'clock in the morning and pull up your email. And I know you get started real early in the morning. Uh, do you have a certain things that you do in the morning to prep yourself for the day or to prep yourself for success uh, by the end of, you know, to have X amount of phone calls in X amount of numbers, uh, handwritten notes each day? What What does your daily success plan look like? So the good thing is, is, is my admin, when it comes to like the notes, the birthday cards and all that, she already has them set on my desk with the dates. So every Monday I'll come in and for that week, I have them broken down for it's these people's birthday this week and, and so on. So that is easy for me. 
Um, I do do my own handwritten notes and all of that. But I'm very bad at making time for myself. So like we talked about, yeah. you know, the miracle morning, getting up at 5 a.m. And, and this and that, you should spend time on yourself and all of that. Unfortunately, I get up, I go outside, I've got my laptop in hand and I start following up on my emails, scrolling the book of faces and things like that. Next thing you know, an hour and a half goes by and I haven't done anything for myself, but mm. I'm also, working on it. yeah, I'm, you know, ADD, ADHD. <laughs> so it's, it's a like, real thing. <laughs> it is a complete real thing, but it is um, definitely a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, uh, and um, now I know, though, that when we've spoken, you have a fabulous positive mindset. Like you are one of the few that has been through the darkness mm -hmm. and you haven't let it overtake you and your life. And that is profound for me to see and something to absolutely be admired. And how do you do that how do you come to each day with so much positivity because my experience with you is that you're a force to be reckoned with and i love that about you and it just and you just i personally my version of lisa is that she radiates sunshine that's the lisa that i know um so that's who you are to me and i'm not sure if everybody sees that ray of sunshine like i do well, I'm a, uh, how do I say this? Being an empath is, I always tell people I, I've learned to wear the mask very well. Uh, what I do behind closed doors is not what I show out in the public. So, and it's only because I don't like to bring anybody else down. Mm. So, and I always say, you know, there comes a time where everyone's like, you're so strong, you're so strong. And I'm like, I'm not that strong, but I've got to be strong. You know what I mean? I don't have a choice. Right. So you never know how strong you can be until that's all you have to hold on to. And yet one thing I've also learned is when you think you've got it bad, there's always, always, always going to be somebody that has it worse. Yeah. And that's what I hold on to. It's yes. like, you know what? You know, we, we used to say, if money can solve your problems, do you really have any problems? Right. You know what I mean? There's people out there that are battling for their lives that money don't, you know, money, money can't do anything for them. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? People in their deathbed never say, I wish I made more money. Right. It's, I wish I spent more time with family. I wish I would have done this. Set your bucket list, get your vision board together and go out and accomplish it. That's so, it. you know, and I mean, I just, I don't know. I love people. <laughs> so yes, you do. And it yeah. shows. Yeah. Like yeah. if anybody can say, what, what do you want to do? I don't want to be alone. You know what I mean? If I do anything, it's like the more, yeah, hey, don't ask me, the more the merrier. And everybody <laughs> knows that about me. So yes, definitely. Um, and that's where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful that I have so many loving, caring people around me. You do. That certainly helps. It helps Absolutely. tremendously. Absolutely. Uh, um, what, uh, well, I got two things I want to say, and I don't want to, one is 
I recognize what you're saying. And mm -hmm. I have been through enough therapy that I, I remember the therapist saying, think of the worst thing that happened in your life. And I thought about it. And then they said, turn it around and say, how has that helped you grown in your life to have endured that and come on the other side? Because it's still real painful and it's still real ugly. But can you find something that has come out of that, of what you went through? And I thought that was very eye-opening and very, that was a deep dive for me. And it was an, it was an ugly dive for me, just, you know, very ugly. We each have that part in our history. And so I want to let you know that I recognize that of what you're saying. And um, I completely understand what you're bringing up um, and how that can affect your outlook on the day. And especially when you get, I don't, right. I'm not a big love of word, the word trigger, but sometimes when something triggers you on a day and you're like, ooh, ooh, and then you're like, ooh, that just turns you sideways. Um, so that's always a, a challenge of mine that I knew that I faced. Um, so can I share something that, I mean, there's a lot of agents, especially that are closest to me when it comes to our business. Mm -hmm, please. A defining moment in my business was, so we all know the shift in the market in 08 which again, that was 08. A lot mm -hmm. of us in, in real estate, we truly did not start to feel the effects. Remember how I talk about the 60, 90 days out, whatever, didn't start to really see it and feel the effects till about 2010. So in 2010, Jeff and I are getting a divorce and I had one foot here and one foot in California. I'm going to move there with Jillian at the time because she was into acting. And you froze. Did I lose you? I was on the verge of losing everything financially. Oh, wow. I almost lost my house to foreclosure, had to file a modification, filed bankruptcy. At this point, had to sell my Remax franchise. I'm a single mom now with two girls and everyone's like, oh, well, you can get, you know, assistance, which I was on a $210 a month independence card for groceries. And this was, you know, when self-checkouts were first coming through, I used to always shop at Target because it was cheaper than some of the grocery stores for some things. And I literally was in the self-checkout on that $210 a month and could not buy a 69 cent cucumber and had to turn around and give it to the cashier behind me. And I literally went outside and started crying. And I'm like, you know what? How in the hell did I go from being Remax Platinum agent five, six years in a row, Remax Hall of Fame? Anybody who's Remax, you know what they stand for. I'm not going to get into those details to not being able to buy a 69 cent cucumber. And rather than sitting there and I'm like, you know what, the market's this, the market's that, no. It was my fault. I let myself get there because I stopped working. So again, when we're talking about being consistent and I'm like, you know what? There was a time I felt like a failure. And at the same time, I'm like, you know what? But I didn't quit. No. 
So did I really fail? I don't believe, I don't believe so. I'm like, what's the worst thing that can happen? You fail. Who cares? You know, it's just like the next day. Yeah. You know, Jillian yesterday visiting her at her sober living, she should have already graduated Penn state. She should have been graduating this year. And my stepdaughter is going to be a senior this coming year at WVU. And Jillian made comment that she feels really bad about herself because now her younger stepsister is going to graduate college before her. And she should have graduated by now. And she feels like she's accomplished nothing. And I told her, I'm like, baby doll, who cares? You know what I mean? I don't look at you as a failure. Look at where you are. God has a plan for all of us. And I believe that he's got a better calling for her. Oh yeah. And her going through what she's currently going through is going to, I mean, I see it and I feel it. You know what I mean? It's everything happens for a reason. And I've got the tattoo literally. (laughs) (laughs) So God, that's always been my, my motto. Some people say it's a cop out and I'm like, "Mm." in my world, I've seen it happen way too many times where eventually it, it, there's a reason behind it. And, and I believe this prize is bigger than our plan for us. It's so much bigger. And sometimes we, we don't, our minds aren't, they're not thinking big enough for what he has planned for us. And I think that's what holds us back because we don't Mm -hmm. realize that we should do more and we should push more. I think he makes us amazing for a reason. He doesn't want us to live average lifestyle. I don't believe that. I believe he wants us to be extraordinary. And sometimes I believe we hold ourselves back. That's just me. That's what my beliefs are. Um, Because I know that's where I've been. And I don't think that I'm anybody special. I just think that I'm here and I'm doing the best that I can. And I've got some goals, but I tell you, they're not as big as his goals. So absolutely. So relating to goals is what, what goals do you have for yourself as well as your brokerage as we, you know, for the, le- for the next, what, six months that we have, uh, or five months that we have, uh, five, four months that we have left in 2023. So it, it, it's crazy because I've had a lot of agents ask me, cause you know, owning two Remax offices back in the day, at one point we had 70 agents and Right now at our brokerage, we have 10 agents. I've got another one joining tomorrow. We're okay. small. We, it's, we've officially been open for two years. And in those two years, I was more so working on our business model, making sure we've got a smooth operating office, you, you know what I mean, to make their transition go as smoothly. Because again, if you're in production, it's not an easy feat transferring brokerages, especially when you're busy. Sure. But I know they say go big or go home, but I am a relational broker and know it's the agents that make the brokerage. It's not the other way around. Yes. So I wouldn't want to lose that closeness and camaraderie. We're family here. So I'd like to have, I mean, ideally I would love to have another 10 agents before the end of the year. Okay. But again, being in production and things like that, it's like if I started being more consistent, focusing on recruiting, that would probably make a difference. (laughs) Um, But of course, you know, on a personal level, one of my long-term goals is to have a women's recovery home, which I was going to do that with my house in Bel Air and word got out to the street, to the neighbors and Julie had just passed away and it got really ugly. 
and I ended up selling it instead, which I still get upset because usually I'm a fighter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like I let them win. But timing, again, when we talk about God's plan, if it's meant to be, he'll oh. find a way to make it happen. Oh, definitely. I, that's a that's a that's a very ambitious goal. I'm I'm excited to yeah. watch it occur. Uh, yeah. And I think that if it can occur, it will occur with you. Because you have that kind of One mindset. Day. Yes. Almost definitely. Uh, is there any goals that you want you have for your own personal production? Not really. No. Okay. I'm just taking notes. Ideally, I'd like to do 60 transactions a year individually. Okay. I've hit it before. I know I can do it again. But again, it's it's I'm drug I'm juggling so many balls. Oh yes. Right now, where it's again, as long as I'm consistent and my business is not going down, you know what I mean? Even if it remains yeah. the same and, and it's stagnant, I'm I'm happy with that as well. That's wonderful. Uh, are there any, um, I believe you did tell me that you do have um, charities that you work with because of Jeff's charities. Um, so I know that, that uh, you have that. Would you like to tell everybody that, uh, does he have a website or is there a way that they can get a hold of Jeff? Um, if yes, they are actually creating the website now because oh. this really truly has only been official because it takes a while getting the paperwork approved through the state and fed and all that for a nonprofit, but it's called Project Lift MD. Okay. For Maryland. Um I th actually I think he's just going by Project Lift, but I know that there's another Project Lift out there. Okay. Um and is that a dot org or dot com? I have no idea because I know they're just in the works with getting oh, okay. it. Okay. So gotcha. um we'll, we'll look into that. But yeah, I mean Jeff St. Clary can be found online. He's with Main Street Home Loans. Or, you know, cell number 443-717-4176. Um, Thank you. I want to make yeah. sure people have, a, if they want to contribute to that cause, they have family that is in addiction and think that this may be um, a, a, an option for them. Um, I want to make sure we get the word out about that. Um, right. And um I'm so appreciative that you came on here today. And I'm wondering. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Are you open to giving people your information or would you like them to contact me if they're interested in knowing more about your brokerage and what you have to offer? Would you like them to contact me and me to contact you? Or would you like to give out your contact information? Oh, certainly. I mean, you know me again, feel free to call, text. I do always answer my phone. Yes. And it's uh, Lisa St. Clair Kimmy Realty Plus Associates 410. 977-6965. That is perfect. Thank you so very much. And thank you so much for having me, Jen. Oh, you're welcome, honey. Anybody that's interested in speaking with Lisa, please reach out to her and call her directly. And if you found this video or the audio version interesting, please take a moment and leave a, um, a review on whatever service that you're listening to this on. Uh, it's syndicated, so it's on 10 or 15 different uh, podcasting streams as well as YouTube. But take a moment and just let us know an honest review about uh, what Lisa had to say today and about business in Maryland right now. And maybe something hmm. inspiring that you learned from the um, conversation here today. And again, Lisa, thank you so much for being thank a part you. of this. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. 
Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it, and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 